Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We're back with Chuck Swirsky on 670 The Score. And welcome back the 4 o'clock hour. And again, coming up at 5, the pregame. Right here on 670 The Score, then the Bears pregame all day coverage right here on 670 The Score. And you're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by uh, Busey Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. So uh, we're going to hear from Matt Eberflus in a moment. We're going to go to some calls at 312 644 6767, 644 6767. But uh, right now, let's hear from the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Okay. Um, yeah, so obviously just got out the locker room uh, with the players. Uh, very disappointed. Um, everybody in the locker room is disappointed uh, in that outcome. And, uh, you know, so we're, you know, looking at the game itself, you know, the first half, uh, did some good things in the first half. You know, obviously the going for it on the, on the third down, uh, you know, Cole ended up fumbling that snap on the first sneak and then we decided it was still inches. So we decided to go for that one. And, uh, that's a high, high percentage of making that, you know, so we just got to execute better in that moment. Um, you know, and then the defense, uh, did a good job getting them to third and 15. They had three third downs to get off the field and there we didn't get that done. That's why they scored on the first one. Um, but uh, then I thought the defense came back and did a really nice job of going some three and outs. Uh, they did three and out, three and out, I think six and out. And uh, overall, the defense, I thought, did a nice job of playing the run. It was a big emphasis for us uh, during the course uh, of the year. And I think they ended up at 2.9 average, which is, which is really good. So that's something to take away from the game. Um, you know, but uh, to go back to the game, you know, obviously the penalties. You know, we, had, we put ourselves behind. Um, on offense a, a bunch of times, and I think that's why the third downs were not as what they expected to be. And uh, we got to get that cleaned up because that's that's something you can improve on your you know by being disciplined and, and not having those penalties. You know, um, so you know last year we were third in the league in, in penalties. You know, so we can definitely clean that up. That's their premier running back. Um, so those are big plays for those guys. And um, you know, so overall, you know, I think it's uh, it's a learning experience for us. There's a lot of football to play. I told the guys, and uh, uh, we have to get back to work tomorrow. Uh, look at the corrections, and and see where we go from here. Looking at the mistakes and the penalties and just the score, if somebody came out of this saying the Bears just weren't ready to play today, would you agree with that? Oh, I wouldn't agree with that. No, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, the first half we were we were we were pretty good. You know, in terms of being ready to play, um, you know, so the the onset of that was good. We did, I don't think we came out in the second half. Uh, and they executed better than we did. And uh, again, the third downs was a big piece of that today. 
Um, some of it's because of penalties and then execution. We got to get off the field on third down. What was the thought process behind the commit play, putting him under center in a series that had been going well up at that point, but that was a, a gimmicky play at that, at that point in the game? Yeah, we had done that uh, before. We ran a couple of plays. Uh, we've done that with him a few times, uh, had a couple of plays off of that. So that's worked for us uh, before. And uh, we just had a different motion, a different shift there, uh, and put him behind there. So there's some of those other guys getting wide open, like Jones on the, on the backward screen, and then the tight end wide open down the field. Like, what happened on those plays? Yeah, so the, the, the throwback screen, uh, that one, the first one to come out of the second half, uh, That's we got to do a really good job of, of boxing that with the corner, and then we need the pursuit inside out. We had some guys there. I think I saw a couple guys miss a tackle or two. Um, I think I may, he might have outran a couple guys. I got to look at the tape, but that's what I first saw on that one. Um, you know, the one that uh, happened late to the tight end, um, that was a fumbled snap, and that was a hideout play. So the tight end blocks like this, and then hides out, and then goes up the numbers. And the guys took their eyes onto the quarterback, and we got to stay back in coverage. We got to do a better job there. Um, yeah. Are they a lot different offensively now with Love than Rogers? Uh, I would say uh, no. I would say they're they're similar. They're very similar. I would not say different. What do you think of Love today? I mean, he was on, like you said on third down. He really seemed to kind of capitalize on those plays. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, you know for the you know for the most part, I think he did well. You know, he did well today, and obviously they executed on third down. And uh, my hats off to him. Coach, did you know on, on the first drive, open drop the game? Did you decide before third down that you would go forward and forth? You didn't get it. Yeah, if it was inches, it was the green light on inches. So it was third and inches, and it was fourth and inches, a green light. What did you like better about the two sneaks more so than the conventional run on either of those plays? Um, inches converts to you know a sneak, you know, converts at a high rate on inches. You know, that's what that's what you know just by percentage. So that's why we liked it. What was your assessment of Justin's play today? I have to look at the tape. You know, I have to look at the tape. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, so I want to look at the tape and dive into it before I make any comments on that. You, he had counted for maybe I. Looked at one point, he was counted from basically ninety-five percent of your yards, either through the run or the pass. Mm-hmm. Are you worried? Did he just not get enough support from the other guys today in any way? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I got to look at the tape. You know, you know, to to make a big statement like that, you know, is is would be, uh, you know, not right for me to say that without watching the tape. So we'll look at it. We're going to make the corrections. You know, we'll we'll see where it is. You know, with with everything on offense and defense, and, you know, we'll, we'll go through it with, uh, you know, an evaluation process and how we can get better um, as an offense, defense, and kicking, and then each guy. So that's what we do. Would how funky today went make you reevaluate how to approach preseason in terms of getting your starters more snaps together in the offensive line especially? Yeah, I, I, it would definitely, uh, you know, obviously you think about that as a head coach, but, you know, with the injuries that we did have uh, sustained uh, during training camp, it would be hard to put all the guys in there together. Um for sure. Uh, so we always evaluate that every single year. Man, with, how this game, with how this game ended, um, is there something that you're most eager to correct moving forward? Is there something that kind of outweighs something else right now? Yeah, just play, just the basics of football. You know, we're you know with the, eliminate the penalties. That's going to help us out a lot. You know, protect the football. That's going to help us out a lot. You know, take the football away. That's going to give us short fields and give us opportunities. And we've done that really well in practice. You know, both sides. You know, so, um, you know, I plan on seeing that in the future, you know, and, and going forward. Like I said, this is the first game. This hurts. You know, this is a division opponent. Um, all the guys in there are, are, you know, sick to their stomachs and, you know, all the coaches, everybody. And it's not, not something that you like. Uh, but we also know it's the first game and we got to get better. You know, we have to improve. And, 
it's this is a week to week, and we have to. Once this gets over, we got to get to tomorrow, and we got to start moving our eyes forward and uh, move to Tampa Bay. I was going to say, what, are those your emotions? Like, are you mad? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, to play this game, you have to have passion and you have to have emotion. So, yeah, yeah, this hurts. You know, it's a, it's an emotional thing, and you got to have passion to do it the right way. And uh, we'll take away the good things we did um, out there today, and we'll correct the ones we, we need to improve on. All right, that is the uh, head coach of the Bears, Matt Eberflus, talking about what happened or didn't happen to his ball club as they got uh, just annihilated on their home turf, 38-20. Jordan Love, three touchdowns, passed for 245 yards, no interception, and uh, sacked only one time, only one sack registered by the Bears' defense. Let's go to the phone lines, 312-644-6767. Cole Komet standing by. We'll hear from Cole in a moment, 312-644-6767. Terrence, you're on 670 The Score. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Chuck. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? Um, I don't feel that, uh, that the Bears were ready to play in the game yesterday, they had a they had a pretty solid first half. It's just the uh, second half. I don't know what kind of second half adjustments that Matt Eberflus needed to make, but uh, they didn't come out ready to play in the second half. And uh, when it pertains to uh, Justin Fields, he has to he has to be more more careful with the ball. He can't turn the ball over like he did uh, yesterday. Those two turnovers were were crucial to the Bears' loss. Well, I mean, he had a propensity to fumble a year ago as well, so I, I obviously I think the Bears are well aware of what's going on there, but I mean, you just can't do that. That was a bad decision, and Fields admitted on that interception, and you know, exactly. you know, the Bears are not in a position really at this point in time to overcome those. And so you've got to right. you got to value every possession you have. But I appreciate it. Drive safely. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Charles right here on 670 The Score. Charles, how you doing? Good, Chuck. How are you? Good, thank you. Hey, um, <laughs> I'm going to sum it up real. Well, first, I want to say thank you for being on. I, um, I got tired of listening to the East Coast. But um, unfortunately, I had to go to a wake yesterday. And when I got home around six, my neighbor was outside and she had her bear stuff on. And I yelled to her. I said, Sharon, I don't know what was worse, me going to the wake or you watching the Bears game. And listening to everybody and, you know, trying to be, you know, level. I I just don't see it this year. I, I just. We, we have to fix the offensive line. If he can't set his feet to throw, if we don't get the line fixed, it, it's the, the year's done already. Yeah, well, the lines, anyway, both, both sides of the football, they were horrible. It, it's interesting how much Bears Sunday means to so many people. And, I mean, this is a storied franchise, and people love the Chicago Bears in our city. So after the game, I was so upset. I really was because I am a fan. I am on the couch. I'm eating Cheetos 
and I'm watching the game. And so I was so fed up. And actually, I would have turned the television off, but I knew I was doing this show, so I had to watch the whole game. So I, uh, the game ends, and again, it was a great broadcast with Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson and Aaron Andrews and Tom Rinaldi. They, they, I mean, they told it like it was regarding the Bears, period. So I take a walk in downtown Chicago, and people are just upset. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to conversations before I could cross the street, and they're talking about how lousy the Bears are. And then I'm walking two or three more blocks, and people are just so dejected. They're coming out of bars, and they're upset, and they're second-guessing the coach, and they, they're ripping players. And I'm thinking, you know what? This is why our city is great, because we care. And I just want to make sure that, like, the Bears get it together quickly because, you know, I don't want to see them go 0-2 to start the first two weeks of the season. They have enough talent to beat Tampa Bay. Even though the Bucks went on the road today, that was a really good win for Tampa and Mayfield. But uh, in my opinion, the Bears are going to go into Tampa. And I think Tampa right now is favored by a point and a half. But, but I like the Bears in this game. I don't think Tampa is very good. Okay, I, I I agree with you. Um, I just we just have to get the offensive line fixed. So, yeah, well, again, anyways, um, you know, don't don't you think? I mean, Jenkins is hurt, and he was a big part of this offensive line, and they had to move Whitehurst. But uh, again, you know, this offensive line it was it was not good, and their defensive line. I mean, my gosh, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't ready for this. I mean, in order to win the National Football League, you have to apply pressure on your quarterback. You got to make him very, very uncomfortable. They had one sack, one. What about? I mean, are we? Um, how much longer are we going to stick with Jenkins? Oh, uh, you mean? Well, he, he's hurt right now. No, I know, but how many times has he been hurt? Well, I get it, but I mean, and you know. At this point, he was playing pretty good football, um, you know, when he was healthy. So, unfortunately, he's hurt again. And and no, I, I know, you know, I mean, what what do you, I I you know, the man's <laughs> hurt. So in, when he gets back, hopefully in in what three four weeks, uh, he'll be yeah, all right. Three he'll, four weeks, he'll contribute. But thank you for the call. Okay, man. All right, but hey, you. you have a great day. Thank you. All right, let's listen to a Cole comment now talking about what happened in the ball game against Green Bay. You know, got to get open faster, and then it's going to be a trickle-down effect. Thanks, guys. What were some of the issues that prevented you guys from being more consistent on that? Yeah, I think just pre-snap stuff, um, and then we were getting ourselves in negative situations in the first play, and uh, hard to get stuff going and overcome that stuff consistently when you're doing that drive-in and drive-out. So, um, yeah, we got to clean that up and um, some other things, but... Uh, that that was the killer for today, for sure. Why did it happen? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just lack of focus, really. Um, I mean, some, sometimes holy penalties happen, and it is what it is. But um, it just seemed a timeout where it was either that first play or we were negative on the first play. So um, we just got to be better coming out when we start off a drive. And you know, that fir- that, those first two plays are really important. There's a lot of expectations that this was a game you guys could shine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's this is a big game just because of the, you know, Bears-Packers, and um, so it's a big game for us. But um, 
at the end of the day, it's it's one of seventeen, and um, look, it hurts. We didn't expect this to happen, but um, got to be able to regroup here, and Tampa will be here before you know it. So, how demoralizing can those pre-snap penalties be? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's tough to overcome. You know, we, um, first and twenty is is pretty tough. It's uh, basically, you know, you have to get now two first downs and, and one, and um, starting off second twenty isn't great either. So. Um, yeah, it, it just, they're just drive killers. You know, it changes the the play calls, and especially where we are on the field, you get back. You know, if you get in a backed up situation, um, kind of limits some of the stuff that Luke can call. And you know, uh, strategically, you know, you, you not, then you're trying to get breathing room for the punt, or just trying to get room off of the off the end zone. So um, those are things we just can't have happen, and um, we got to be better going into next week. Same question for a different scenario. How dispiriting is it when you guys have two downs to get one yard early in the game, third and one, fourth and one, you're not able to? Yeah, that was tough. Um, uh, the first one, I didn't think I got it. The second one, I thought I did think Justin got it. But um, yeah, I mean, tough to start the game off like that. I thought we kind of we came out a little nice on the, those first few plays. And uh, you know, you could feel the energy in the guys and stuff. And it kinda, just kind of came to a halt with those two. So. Um, yeah, not a good deal for sure. Do you think the tight end sneak is going to continue to work for you guys? I mean, I know it worked at times last year, but yeah. everybody knows what's coming. There's no yeah, yeah play off of that really. Well, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, look, it, it's still it was still an advantageous look for a sneak. Um, at the, they, they were able to pinch in time uh, before the snap was called. Um, so, I mean, look. I, you, you, it's it, you're a genius when it works and, and it looks bad when you don't. It's kind of one of those things, but we know that going into it, and, and we're okay with that. And um, but yeah, kind of is what it is. Cool. One game doesn't make us. I mean, I really love our chances. And um... all right, so there you have Cole Komet, and uh, Cole was breaking down the game, and he said, uh, "Yeah, there was a lack of focus." And I'm thinking, "Wow, lack of focus. This is game one." And then you hear DJ Moore, who's going to be on with Mully and Haw at 8 o'clock, and he's saying the game was hyped up. We didn't bring the juice and hyped to the party, and we lost. Oh, I mean, what am I missing here? Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, lack of focus. We didn't bring the juice. The game was hyped up, and whatever. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, Tyler Farrakhan. Farringall is our uh, producer. So, Tyler, let's see. Darnell Mooney targeted seven times. He had four receptions, 53 yards, uh, and a touchdown. Komet had five receptions. He was targeted seven times. Herbert, uh, let's see. He was targeted five times for three receptions. Uh, Rashawn Johnson, I like this kid. I thought, I thought, speaking of juice, I thought he had a lot of good stuff today. I really liked him. I liked him at uh, Texas. And so he was um, targeted seven times, caught six balls. D.J. Moore, D.J. Moore, two receptions, targeted twice, 25 yards. Tyler Scott, targeted twice, two receptions. Foreman, and I like Foreman. I thought that was a pretty good pickup from Carolina. I I really like him. I think he's going to a very good player. Uh, Let's see, and that's about it. Chase Claypool, no receptions, no yards, obviously, two targets. What do you make of him, Tyler? Which player again? Sorry? Chase Claypool. I mean, the potential is through the roof. He's got the size. He's got the physical attributes. It's just, I think it's all mentally in the head. If he gets it straight, he can be a very, very good receiver. I mean, he's not being asked to do, like, 
all of that like he was last year coming in from the trade. You got DJ Moore as your number one guy. He just needs to get it right in the head, and I think he could be a good player. Okay, so what do you mean by that? I think he needs to get in the right mindset to play football. It seems like his mind has been in a lot of other places this offseason, and if the Bears can kind of right the ship with that a little bit, I think he can. if he can get really dialed in, he could be a key piece to the to the offense. Yeah. Well, for, for, for the Bears' sake, I hope so. They gave up a second-round pick. All right, we're going to take a break. Back with more in a moment. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. Again, uh, pregame coverage starts at 5 right here on 670 The Score. Bears pregame with Mully and Haw at 530. Tons of guests. Tons of uh, breaking it down this game with Green Bay winning over the Bears 38-20 in the NFL opener for both teams. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back with Chuck Swirsky on 670 The Score. And welcome back at 427. Again, pregame coverage right here where you will have all the scores of all the games. Uh, Dustin will have not only the NFL, what's going on with the Cubs as they beat the Diamondbacks or in Colorado, White Sox or the White Sox, and uh, the latest what's going on throughout sports right here on 670 of the score. And then the Bears pregame at 530. Mully and Haw, 5 o'clock. Again, Olin Krutz at 7 o'clock. You got DJ Moore at 8 o'clock. Brad Biggs at 9. Mully and Haw, complete coverage all throughout the day. With uh, Bernstein and Holmes with Anthony Heron, Dan Weeder, you got Mark Brody with Parkinson Spiegel, Jalen Johnson with also with uh, Parkinson Spiegel right here 
on 670 The Score. 312 644 6767. 312 6767 644 6767. Ken, what's on uh, your mind today? You want to talk a little Bears football? I, I do. It's uh, first of all great to hear you. Big fan of yours. I'm a Bulls season ticket holder and look forward to seeing you out at the UC uh, in a month or so. So great to hear you. Thank you. Um, second, uh, let's give the Bears coordinators some grades for yesterday. So, Alan Williams, I thought that was the most bland defensive game plan I may have seen in my life. I'd give it an F. How about you? I would say it was probably, yeah, I would say it was probably about a D. I was not impressed whatsoever. I was surprised they didn't uh, do more blitz packages against Love, but that was just me. And so I would say it was not a good afternoon for him. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was awful. Like you said, no blitzing. I think the one time they ran something exotic, they ran a twist, they got a sack. But other than that, it was four guys rushing straight ahead, and then the secondary just lost in coverage. I couldn't believe they lost the tight end as as much as they did. And then offensive side of the ball, Luke Getze, it seems like he wants to throw a screen pass or a bubble every single play. I'm not sure why they didn't look downfield at all. just seems absolutely crazy to me that they can't throw the ball past the line of scrimmage. Well, again, this is what's going to be interesting because D.J. Moore – who is a great player, not a good player. He is a great player, and this is a great addition to the 670 score lineup. Shameless plug, but it's true that D.J. Moore is going to be on with Mullion Hall at eight because you, you get targeted twice, twice. I mean, this guy was the centerpiece in this major trade between Carolina and the Bears. I mean, listen. DJ Moore's don't come around too often in the NFL, and the Bears have it. This is not a number two or number three option guy. This isn't a slot guy. This is a legit, big-time, big-time stud. Two targets? Are you kidding me? So, I I think you're right. I think you'd be a very good professor handing out grades. So. Yeah, that, thanks, Chuck. I didn't give Gutsy a grade, but I guess I'd give that a D. I mean, they did move the ball a little bit in the first half, but after that it was just nothing going on at all. And then Justin made some bad decisions, obviously. Yep, yep. All right, good stuff. Drive safely. Thank you. Leaving one line open at 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. Uh, Tyler Farringal is our producer. Tyler, you want to go with uh, Demarcus Walker? Should we hear from him? All right, let's hear from the Bears defensive end. That's what it is. One game doesn't make us. I mean, I really love our chances, and um, we just got to get better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at look at the thing, though. We stopped the run. You know what I'm saying? They rushed for, what, 87 yards? Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, we didn't get the big win, but the small win we take from that and continue working, continue getting better as a team. What did you guys see from, I mean, you hadn't seen a lot of the offense, obviously Jordan Martin before. What did you see from him today? I mean, something that you're going to see every NFL starting quarterback, you know what I'm saying, keeping his composure, making plays, and making the type of reads that he's supposed to make. I mean, we just got to be a better defense. 
when it's it's only like you said it's only week one mm -hmm. and yet this is a really disappointing performance what's the emotion is it deflating disappointing bewildering what's the emotion you're feeling right right now after a game like this i mean when you put your love and heart into it you, know, you got to be disappointed you got to have some type of feelings you know what i'm saying but at the same time we're not down on ourselves mm -hmm. i mean that's not a that's not us so we got to continue to get better you think, did you and Yannick need just a little bit more seasoning? I mean, obviously you guys had, met, had to miss a lot of time in the summer. Yeah, I mean, first time playing football in over a month, you know what I'm saying? So Dustin a little rust off was definitely like the first half I was feeling myself. But, I mean, we're going to get better. We and Yannick are going to start getting those guys going. Justin Jones, Bill, you know, get the rookies get, get, um, get in the rotation and start making plays. What's the key for this entire group to try to regroup? Details. Details. I think that's what beat us today is the details. Field position, penalties, killed us, you know. How did Wise Blitz affect you on defense? It seemed like it has a wider split on their offensive line. No, we practice that. I don't think, I mean, when you got wider splits, I mean, they do that for the run. We stopped the run, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think the splits had anything to do with it. Marcus, early on with like the third down issues, it felt like you guys kind of leveled those off. What do you think was working when you were able to stop the third down a little bit later on in the game? Just being more in sync. Well, I mean, I mean, it's just the chemistry from Russian coverage got to put it all together. You know, I think um, just you know coming up with a good like you know uh, uh, a good standard and a good base of like, no, this is what we do and this is how we're going to move forward. You know. All right. So the, that is Demarcus Walker talking about. What happened to the Bears and some good insight, but uh, again, Bears fans very, very upset, and they should be very disappointed because this was a lousy football game if you're a Bears fan, period. I mean, it was really one of the most uh, disappointing games I've seen coming out of training camp, preseason, in for an opener in a long time because... I, I am so passionate about the Bears, and I thought this was going to be a game where the Bears would send Green Bay back to Green Bay and say, hey, you know what? This is a new period of time in Bears football. Aaron Rodgers is gone. You're in a period of transition. We added free agents. We got a new, young, exciting tackle uh, out of Tennessee. We're bringing it, and what happened? Green Bay took it to the Bears, especially in the second half. This was this was a horrible game. They were out coached, they were outplayed, they were out everything. Period. All right, here's the quarterback of the Bears, Justin Fields. How do you uh, how do you kind of wrap your head around the, the struggles today offensively and then overall just the performance? Uh yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, we had a rhythm starting off early, but um I think kind of the moral of the story is that we shot ourselves in the foot so many times, you know, pre-snap penalties, uh, false starts, holdings, and then, you know, when you know, we put ourselves in, you know, third and longs, third and 10, third and 15, it's it's hard to uh, convert on that, you know, for NFL offense, you know. So uh, I think if we just clean that up um, and keep getting better, then, then we'll be fine. But we definitely got to put ourselves in a better position, you know, both said, and, you know, be locked in each and every play and be present each and every play, so. Justin, what were they doing that prevented you from getting other receivers, pushing the ball downfield to other receivers? I know they're, they're shading DJ more most of the time, but uh, getting other receivers open downfield, what were they doing that was prohibiting you from doing that? Uh, I mean, Moon caught a, moon caught a ball. Right. Um, right. So, like, what other receivers are you talking about? Necessarily, I'm sorry. Well, well I know just had one catch, or a couple catches, but it seemed like there was a lot, a lot of lateral passes as opposed to I mean yeah that was just the game plan um you know uh I think just with those you know we just got to do better blocking on the perimeter so uh just to set those up I mean 
you go back and look at the film, if we, you know, block the guys, I mean, those are big chunk plays. Those are 10, 15 yard plays, 10, 15, 20 yard plays. But uh, that was just a game plan, you know. Um, if they weren't going to match that's how we're going to throw it out there and, you know, let our guys work. But um, just uh, didn't do our best at perimeter blocking, you know, blocking on the edge for our guys to catch the ball and run. Justin, on the, the touchdown to uh, Darnell Mooney, it looked like you may have adjusted something before it. Or what did you see on that from the defense and what did you end up doing? Yeah, I, I thought I saw cover zero, so I was just, you know, checking the protection. And then I don't know if they checked out late. I don't know if, you know, they did a uh, late rotation, but um, just checked the protection and uh, got us in a better protection if they would have brought cover zero on that. So what did you see on the interception? Uh, yeah, uh, they were playing cover two, and um, you know I, I think I, I worked, I, my progression was left to right. I should have worked DJ. Should have tried to high low the corner over there, but um, got off of that. And then uh, you know the two hook defenders, his little gap. Mooney had a basic, and then they 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 closed in. So I mean that's on me. I gotta you know uh, if anything give DJ a shot on the sideline on that, and you know it's him or nobody, or just check the ball down to. Uh, Roshan or Cole on that, but yeah, I was just trying to fit in the window. The window closed, and that's what happened. Overall, knowing how this game kind of got away in the second half, what bothers you most about the offensive performance today? Um, just you know, self-inflicted penalties. Um, like I said before, it's just you know, it's hard to have success. Hard to um, you know, put yourself in a good position to convert on third downs, score in the red zone. If you know you're hurting yourself, you're first and fifteen, yeah, third and ten. Like, and we were backed up for a good period of the game. So um, just field position. So uh, I think overall, um, just got to uh, straighten that up. And then when we do get in the goal zone, we just got to score touchdowns. So, um, yeah, I think that was kind of the most frustrating part was just, you know, uh, getting backed up, you know, start, start the drive and then boom, penalty. We get a nice run holding. So it's just, you know, penalties and, you know, self, self-inflicted self wounds. What are, the, what are the conversations like with Luke in those moments when you guys are so far backed up, just about trying to give you anything on his play sheet to work out of that? I mean, yeah, uh, of course, the playbook strengths like that. So, um, I mean, in that situation, you really just want to uh, get first, get one first down so you can open the playbook a little bit more. So, um, I mean, yeah, so just got to either, you know, get plays, get the run game going a little bit to get that first down to, you know, open your playbook a little bit more, and then you can start pushing the ball downfield a little bit more. So much of the how deflating is this? If it is deflating, just all the build up all summer at the start of the game to kind of where what the result was. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You know, rivalry week one, uh, going against the Packers. I mean, it sucks. You know, uh, you know. I mean, nobody's in good spirits, but um, you know, I mean, this one, this, this one hurts. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, so uh, it, it it definitely sucks, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, you have to look at the bigger picture. Um, it's week one. Uh, we have 16 games to go in the regular season, so um, you know we have a lot of room to improve, a lot of room to grow, and um, I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, as long as we uh, keep that positive attitude, you know, keep um, just our mentality, just keep going, keep pushing for greatness each and every day, we'll be fine. So, uh, but it, I mean, it definitely hurts. Um, not only because you know it's the first game of the season and it's a loss, but it's a loss to you know them. So. Um, so I want to say, you know, sorry to you know, the teammates, you know, all the fans that were rooting for us, and um, yeah, but you know, we'll we'll bounce back, we'll be good. So, so, so much of the loss open the foot today. Do you guys attribute to? Do you attribute to maybe not playing a lot in the preseason? Uh, no, that's that's has no correlation. I mean, I see if it was happening during the play, but we should be able to get on the ball and you know run the play without you know false starting. So. Uh, it's just self-inflicted stuff and, you know, simple stuff that we can fix. It's just, it's, it's, it's nothing major. It's just, you know, the little stuff that we can 
we can fix and that we have to be detailed on each and every play. So, yeah. Appreciate you. Okay, that's uh, Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. Let's go to the phone lines at 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. Your vehicle right here, and you are driving this show with your commentary on the Chicago Bears. Again, pregame coverage right here on 670, the score at 5 o'clock. Bears pregame at 530. Mully and Haw right here will set the table and set the tone for the entire morning right here on 670, the score. John from Madison, Wisconsin. John, how you doing? Crampy, Chuck. How about yourself? Well, you've had a tough weekend because the sound and tone of your voice, you're a Bears fan, but your Wisconsin Badgers lost in Pullman, Washington, to Washington State. It's the, it's the exact same thing. You listen to all the hype. The Badgers are going to do this. The Bears are going to do that. Both of them did nothing. How much longer do we got to put up with this as far as a Bear fan? This, this is just nuts. They keep talking about they got room to grow. This isn't Jack and the Beanstalk. I, I just Nobody's accountable. Uh, Justin Fields is probably a nice young man. He's not going to be a star quarterback in this league, not with the Bears. No, why do you say that? I'm tired of it. Why do you say that, John? Well, well, look, look what happened yesterday. How many touchdown passes did he throw? Okay. I understand. Under, go ahead. Okay, I'm not defending him because he did not play well, okay? But his line play was horrible, okay? Not bad. It was horrible. Th- th- uh, that's the, true. It, the, it, the it, was play, a, it was the, a team loss, Chuck. The play calling was extremely questionable. And that's what I'm getting at. When is someone going to say enough is enough? I mean, it's there's excuses all the time. When's the head coach going to be responsible? I'm sorry, is you know it just gets old. Well, I think uh, again, I think you people speak waited all year for that. Yeah, well, that's the disappointing thing with all the hype coming into the opener. If this was game six, eight, ten, but with all the hype. And all the swag with the new players and everything coming our way, um, you know, I was expecting better, a lot better. And it was a disaster, a complete, utter disaster. And so let's see what happens. Let's see how they respond. I think they're going to go into Tampa, and I'm, I'm taking off my Bears fan hat, and I'm telling you straight up that they are a better team than Tampa. They are. Tampa is not very good, but they were good enough to win on the road and beat Minnesota, so now the antennas are up. If I'm a Bears player, I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, you know, all this stuff about Tampa being horrible, guess what? They went on the road and beat the Vikings, so I think that's a a key, key element coming into Tampa. They aren't going to take the Buccaneers lightly. Thank you for the call. Back with more in a moment. 670 The Score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, Tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. We're back with Chuck Swirsky on 670 The Score. Yeah, we got about 14 minutes before we're going to wrap it up for this segment. Then the pregame show at 5 o'clock. We can squeeze in a few calls if you quickly race to the phone. And again, if you're driving, again, you know, touchless, make sure you call in 312-644-6767. We want to hear from you about the Bears, okay? And when you go into the office, are you going to sit around and, and just, you know, just rip this club? Are you going to say, okay, like it's one game? How do you get a read on this football team after one week? I mean, you can't bury them for the season. It's one game. But it's, it, it's, it's the fact that it was the Green Bay Packers and it was the season opener. And I think that's what frustrates a lot of fans. I think if you ask John Doe, Jane Doe fan, who eats, lives, and breathes Bears football, don't you think, Tyler, that they're saying to themselves, why? With all this hype, and then you, you do this? Seriously? And then you hear some of the comments where you're saying we're not focused and we didn't bring the juice. And I think that's what really gets fans. In a sense, I'm glad that they're transparent. I'm glad they, you know, the the media, you know, when they hear this, they want to, you know, say, oh my gosh, can you believe what he said? But then when a player gives the standard answer, the homogenized, you know, just generic, we get on a player for not opening up. You can't have it both ways. I would rather say, hey, you know what? We didn't bring the juice. Or, you know what? We lack focus because they're being honest. And because they're honest, that's what upsets me as a fan. Why did they lack focus? Why did they not bring the juice? This is the opener. You're at home. You're playing Green Bay. You get where I'm coming from? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've always thought that the minute the schedule came out, this is the most important game of the entire season. If you win this game against Green Bay, you are riding high and mighty with a lot of confidence. But if you drop this game... It's going to drop your confidence very, very low. And with the going up against the Buccaneers team, who, like you mentioned, isn't great on paper, they had a big win on the road against Minnesota, and then you go up against the defending champion Chiefs in Week 3. So, very, very bad start. I agree with you, Chuck. Well, the, the other thing is the beauty of the NFL is you play once a week. And that's why I think this league, I mean, with so many games in the NHL and Major League Baseball, the NBA, whatever, Everything just just runs together. In the NFL now, so people are going to talk about the Bears and the Packers until the Bears play Tampa for the next six days on talk shows because, you know, 
670 the score is going to be at all the press conferences. They're going to be in the locker rooms. They're going to have to ask the questions. How do you get over Green Bay? What's your focus on Tampa? Can you just let it go? What have you learned about your ball club? You know, what are some of the things you're going to clean up? The coaches have to speak. I mean, this is, you're going to hear this now for the next six days. And, and you're going to be nauseated. And, I mean, that's why I think the Bears are going to go into Tampa with a huge boulder on their shoulder, not a chip, because they want to just get rid of this Green Bay game. And if they win, then they say, okay, it's on to week three. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think Green Bay's that good of a football team. I think they're good. They're young in a sense, but they're in a transition period. But I think the Bears have better talent than the Green Bay Packers. But that was not evident today. No, I agree with you. And it, it, this is truly not my fandom coming out either. I truly thought on paper the Bears were the better team, especially with Green Bay missing their top receiver. I thought this is a great way to kick off the post-Aaron Rodgers era. But you're right. It just seems like Green Bay wanted it more than the Bears. Yep. And that's a legitimate problem where, like you said, I appreciate the honesty. We didn't bring the juice. But like you said, what was the point over the last couple months of hyping up this team and you coming out completely flat on your home field like that? Just a very, very inexcusable loss. Yes. Uh, on both sides of the football, by the way, on both lines, and I, I, I don't get it. And, and again, you know what? I get it. These, in a sense, players are human beings, but at, at the same time, uh, for the opener, it, it really disturbed me. It really did, Tyler. And, and I'm sorry that it happened because I think a lot of fans who eat, live, and breathe Bears football saw this performance against Green Bay, and now they are so turned off. And it's only a game, but it, this is more than a game when you play the Green Bay Packers. All right, so that's what uh, is happening again. Pre-game coverage starting in about nine minutes right here on 670, the score. And then at 530 again, Bears pre-game coverage. You got Mully, you got Haw, two institutions in the city of Chicago. Tampa Bay with Baker Makefield with uh, two touchdown passes, and they beat Minnesota 20 to uh, 17. Do we have time for a quick call? Tyler, can we go to the call? All right, let's go to uh, Mike from Lake Geneva. Mike, are you with us? Good morning, Chuck. Hey, I just want to give you, I know in the light of the things, it's tough, but I wanted to thank you for the I've been listening to you since the 80s, oh. and, and you have been a class act, professional, entertaining, um, and I just wanted to thank, maybe lighten it up here this morning and say thank you I, from all of us out here. We do appreciate what you've done over the years. Well, you're very kind. Thank you. I, it's a labor of love, you know. I, I'm very passionate. And, um, I, you know, from my mom's Italian side, I speak with my hands, I speak with my head, and I speak with my heart, the three H's. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just a fan. I'm just like you, Mike. And I'm just like John, who's on the line from McHenry. And I'm just like Tyler across the glass who produced this show. And I'm just like the guy down the hall, Mitch. We're all in this together. I'm a fan, and I love Chicago. I love this city, and I love sports. And I want to see our teams do well. But when our teams don't do well, you got to ask questions. And that's why Mm -hmm. I'm thoroughly disappointed with the ball game against Green Bay. So, so thank you again. I, no, I, you couldn't, I couldn't have said it any better. Thank you. Thanks, right. Chuck. Thank Take you. Take care. All right.
Tyler, can we take one more? We have to wrap it up. You tell me? Okay, let's go to John from McHenry. John, you're on 670 of the score. Morning, Chuck. Uh, Real quick, the idea that the Bears have more talent. Did we lose him? Whoops. I think the cell dropped. I I think if I can read his mind, and I apologize, but we're out of time anyway, John, but I think you were going with the fact that you think that Green Bay has more talent than the Bears. I don't think so. I, I mean, I think they've got some talent. Obviously, they got talent. But I mean, on the roster, do I think the Bears have better players than Green Bay? Yes, I do. I do. Period. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Tyler, as always, a pleasure. Thank you. And as I said earlier, I've been doing sports talk radio for like ever, like ever. This is the first midnight to 5 a.m. shift I've ever hosted. So, but it was fun. And we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it in a few more weeks. But um, anyway, I want to thank our listeners. You were great. Thanks for the calls. Thanks for listening. Wherever you are with the 50,000-watt signal, it's great. And uh, we'll be on the air with the Bulls in a month, our first preseason game, October the 8th. I believe our pregame coverage is 1145 from Milwaukee with the uh, Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks. But maybe we'll be on before then. I got to check the schedule. All I can tell you is Mully and Haw coming up, pregame coverage at uh, 5 o'clock and then Bears pregame at 530. And again, uh, coming up, we've got uh, Olin Krutz with Mullion Haw at 7. DJ Moore is coming up at 8. That'll be interesting. And uh, Brad Biggs at 9, all with Mully and Haw. Many thanks to everyone, Tyler. Thank you so much. Great job. This Chuck Swirsky. Always a pleasure. Right here on 670 The Score. What was your assessment of Justin's play today? I'll have to look at the tape. You know, I have to look at the tape. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, so I want to look at the tape and dive into it before I make any comments on that. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.